Listeners and welcome to yet another episode of the Nigeria Football Weekly Podcast with me, host Olo. Okay, today's episode thirty-seven, and it should be a bit of a fairly quick one. Uh, I'll just be quickly reviewing our two-nil win over the Lone Stars of Liberia, which took place on Saturday, and I'll be previewing our crucial fixture against Cape Verde, which is taking place tomorrow at the Teslin Balogu Stadium at five PM Nigeria time, um, with the Super Eagles needing a draw or a win to ensure our qualification in top spot for the final round of playoffs um, for the CAF qualifiers for the 2022 Qatar World Cup. So without any further ado, let's get into it. So on Liberia, we played Liberia on Saturday. It was a 5 p.m. kickoff as well. We beat them 2-0. The game was actually played in Tangier in Morocco because Liberia were deemed to not have a good enough stadium to host qualifiers in Liberia. Um, we we won 2-0 courtesy of two penalties. Victor Simes scored the first penalty after Kelechi Anacho was brought down by the goalkeeper in the 14th minute. And then in the last minute of the game, Victor Osima was brought down by the Liberia goalkeeper. And Ahmed Musa stepped up after coming on as a substitute to tuck away the second goal. Uh, Formation-wise, Grenoro decided to keep a 3-5-2 formation, which is what he switched the team to following our 1-0 shock loss Central Africa Republic. So for that second game against Central African Republic, he switched to three centre-backs, probably for more protection because it usually happens that when a team switches three at the back is because maybe they felt like they, there was not enough protection from two centre-backs. Um, so it was a bit of a surprise, to be honest, considering the level of our position, Liberia, to see him stick with this formation. But anyway, he played a 3-5-2. Akui continued in goal. Cheers, Yawaziem. William Trust Ekong and Leon Balogu played as the three centre-backs. Wilfred Ndidi and Jaribo played in midfield and centre mid. And then he played with Moses Simon as a right wing back and Jimelu Collins as a left wing back um, before playing Alex Wobi in the number 10 position and Yanacho partnered with Simet as a striker. Um, to be honest, true, it was not the best performance you I've ever seen from the Super Eagles. We failed to have any shots on target from open play throughout the game. Yes, in the 27th minute, Jamelu Collins had a goal wrongfully disallowed because he was really on, he was onside, um, but there's no VAR in the Africa qualifiers uh, after he got played through by Kilichi Anacho. And his shot should have actually counted because he wasn't off, he was just on. Um, but objectively, looking at the stats, Nigeria did not have one single shot on target. Uh, obviously, you could argue that if the penalties did not happen, maybe the players would have slotted the ball in the net. Um, but it was a bit concerning because with these kind of opponents, especially Liberia, like, I know every game is tough, but we, we need to be seeing more attacking threats from Nigeria, especially with the squad of players we have. So I think that's one of the main drawbacks of having a 3-5-2 formation. It seems to be negating us going forward, even though it's providing a bit more solidity in defence. To be fair, though, Liberia did not create any chances either, nor did they look like they were a threat at any point in time throughout this game, to be honest. Um, but 
it left a lot to be desired, especially in terms of our attacking phase of play. Way too many times we'll get the ball and it looked like our front three were just playing on their own. Like the, the space between midfield and the attack was so far apart. And just trying to string together good passes just seemed like such a difficult chore, to be honest. So it, it, it wasn't pleasant, but ultimately Nigeria got the job done. You know, take the three points. Um, what are the key incidents happened in the game? Um, Osimet also went close with the one-on-one -on -one chance, to be fair, in the third, second minute, which he blasted over the bar. With a bit more composure, maybe he would have got a brace in this game. Also, in the 34th minute, Liberia almost considered an own goal. So Nigeria had a corner kick and the Liberia defender headed the ball um, towards his own goal with his goalkeeper having to put the ball out of the net. The second half was really, really poor, to be honest. Like In the first half, we even had a few more chances. In the second half, no real good attacking moves to write on about. Um, however, in the 59th minute, Yanacho played in the Wobi. It will be cut back to Osime, but his pass was not the best in the game. And then it will be was replaced shortly after in the second minute for Chidaejuke. Chidaejuke looked lively as usual. I mean, it's, it's something we've almost come to expect. There was one worrying moment in the 72nd minute when Chuste Congo almost made another error that would have put Liberia in. But luckily, uh, our defenders were there to clear the danger. Um, and like I said, second half, we didn't really create anything until the Niger penalty, which Osime, Osime went through one-on-one, -on -one, running with the ball, literally tried to dribble past the keeper, and the keeper just brought him down. Um, but at this point, I mean, Musa had already come onto the pitch. Uh, so for some reason, they let him and Musa take the penalty. And immediately after he scored the penalty, the ref ended the game. It was that late in the match. Um, standout performances, I will say probably Victor Osime still. You can see that special quality Victor Osime has compared to the rest of the team. And a lot of times he feels like he's 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 a he's a cut above the rest, quality wise, especially when it comes to our attacking play. But at the same time, because we're playing so deep, he has to come back into the midfield to try to get the ball or be involved in the play, which is not necessarily what we want from our number nine. We need him to be in the box, and we need to be creating chances for him uh, much closer to Liberia's goal. Um, which was not the case. I thought Chidozi Awazim was really, really good, to be fair. Um, fair play to him. Uh, he started Nigeria's last two games now um, since the switching formation, and he's looked assured. Uh, he hasn't made any mistakes, no errors, nothing that would make you ever panic. I think Bufan Ndidi was a big miss for us, so him being back for this game was also really good. We dominated the midfield, uh, and Ndidi was usually there to mop up any loose balls and just to dictate the tempo of the play. And I thought Chidera Ajike, as well, as I mentioned, was really, really good when he came on. He is a really bright player. Like, I, I would love to see Ajike start our game tomorrow because I think he deserves. And I think he has that, I don't know if I should say hunger, to really impress for the national team. I don't think he scored a goal yet for the national team. So that's probably something that's on his mind. I think yesterday was his third or fourth cap. So he's eager to impress, you know, and you could definitely see that in the way he plays. Um, in terms of drawbacks, um, not to call out to many people because we still won the game 2-0, but I thought Alex Wobi and Kelechi Anacho were not that great, to be honest. Uh, I don't know if it's a thing with Iwobi just coming back from injury. And Kelechi seems like he doesn't play with the same level of discipline he does when he plays for Leicester. Like, way too many misplaced passes. Like, it was it was shocking, to be honest. Like, I was just like, what's happened to Kelechi, man? This, this is not looking like the same Kelechi we saw at Leicester, especially towards the end of last season. Um, another big, big detriment of our play, I think, were our wingbacks. Uh, no offense to Moses Simon, but he plays as a left winger for nods. 
the fact that he's playing as a right wing back tells you all you need to know about the current confusion around going on choices right now. I thought he was really, really poor. Like, really, really poor. Gave away so many fouls. Maybe almost him alone, he must have given away at least five fouls. And he's just not his position. He's not supposed to play there. You've got Kevin Akoguma plays as a right wing back for Hoffenheim. You've got Olaina who has experience playing as a left wing back and right wing back for both Torino and Fulham last season. Why not play someone that's a lot more suited to that position? If you even must, you could even play Abdullah Shehu there if you need. Um, but Simon, oh my God, I really, really hope um, Gwenaro switches up for the game tomorrow. And I thought Jamilu Collins, although he almost scored, as you could just tell he doesn't have that top, top quality. Like, I would have loved to have seen Zaydu Sanusi start, who's now in the good books of Porto's manager again. Or play a line on the left. Let's see how he performs since he plays there for Torino week in, week out in Syria. Meanwhile, we've got Jamilu Collins just, to be honest, thinking it up a little bit. Like, it was not a great performance from him either. Um, so those were the four who I thought let us down a little bit. I think Jaribo is still struggling in the current setup with Nigeria. Uh, I don't think that Grenoro is playing him in positions that get the best out of his talents, even though he's an absolutely top quality player. And we know this because we've seen what he's done for his club side Rangers. And we've seen how he performed in his first few caps for Nigeria. So hopefully we can see Aribo capture some of that form again. Um, but anyway, all in all, we took the three points. What this now means is Nigeria have won four of our five games so far. We've scored eight goals, conceded two, lost one Central African Republic. Um, but Cape Verde, on the other hand, who we play tomorrow, they, they're looking very, very dangerous. Since we beat them in the 2-1 win away at, at Cape Verde in September, they've won all three of their World Cup qualifiers. Yes, they've had to score last-minute goals in two of those three games, and they also had to come from behind on Saturday to beat Central African Republic 2-1 at home. But they seem to just be grinding out these results. And I'm sure they must be licking their lips at the opportunity to see if they could qualify for the World Cup playoffs in Nigeria's home, especially after seeing what happened against the Central African Republic. So we really, 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 really have to be careful. Nigeria need a draw or a win to qualify for the final round. Um, these playoffs will take place in March. And it's also important that we win the game to keep our current ranking as the fifth best side in Africa, which is crucial because out of the 10 teams that top their group, the top five based on world rankings will be seeded against the bottom five. And Nigeria at the moment, we are the fifth best side in Africa. Four of the teams above us have already sealed their place in the playoffs. Senegal, Algeria and Morocco. Tunisia have a bit of a testy tie to go. They're going away to Zambia. No, they're playing Zambia at home. But they lost to Kotoro Guinea on Saturday, which means they need to make sure they beat Zambia somehow and hope that Kotoro Guinea do not win the game. So if Tunisia mess up, I mean, we'll take that, but I wouldn't bank on it. Um, but we need to win our game. Like, we really, really need to win. Um, at the moment, Cape Verde also is 71st in the world. Um, so we really have to be careful. Like, when you look at the teams in our group, we really should have breezed through this group. But unfortunately, you know, with the Super Eagles, not everything is always straightforward. Um, in terms of players to watch, Julio Tavares, striker playing in the Saudi Arabian League for Al Faisali. Um, he's the one who scored the equalizer against Central African Republic on Saturday. And he's also scored, I think he scored two or three goals in their qualification campaign so far. Ryan Mendes, he also used to play in League 1 for Lille back in the day. He now plays in Dubai. Another very, very good player. He scored their last-minute winner when they played against Liberia in October. So those two are probably their most dangerous players. 
um, alongside another player called Gary Rodriguez. Gary Rodriguez used to play for Fenerbahce, and he's also in the Middle East at a team called Ali Tiad. So those three players are the, probably their standout players, although majority of their squad play in Europe. So this is the one game that we cannot afford to take anything for granted. Like, I can't even imagine Nigeria not making the World Cup. It would be absolutely devastating. Since I was born, we've made every World Cup except, except the 2006 World Cup. And I'm not trying to watch a World Cup without Nigeria. You know what I'm saying? So hopefully the boys will do what needs to be done in that game. If Cape Verde win the game, they will go above Nigeria and they will qualify to the playoff rounds. But as long as we get a draw or a win, we should see it through. In terms of anticipated XI, I believe Raw will stick with this is 3-5-2 formation, but I hope he switches back to 4-2-3-1, especially because we've been really, really poor against Liberia and our previous opponents in terms of creating chances and stringing any, you know, pattern of play, good attacking pattern of play. So I hope he switches back to allow us to have more midfield thrust and allow our wingers to really flourish in the game. Um, so hopefully this is where I hope starts the game. Maduka Oke okay, will definitely continue and go. Um, he was fairly solid against Liberia. Didn't really have much to do. Um, I think Awaziam will keep his place if we stick to a back four or back five. Um, so that means one of Chustekongo Balogu may drop to the bench. But I think all three of them have been fairly solid. So I wouldn't be surprised if we continue to see Balogu and Ekong start the game tomorrow. I hope Alayno gets back into the lineup. Let him start a right back, for Christ's sake. I, I just hope so. And I would love to see Zedu Sanusi get a run out ahead of Jamilu Collins at left back. Um, and Didi and Aribo will probably continue in the middle of the park. But I wouldn't be surprised if I see Oyeka start in place of Jaribo. Um, I would love to also see Chukweze coming at right wing. Uh, I think that's something we need. Uh, and Chidara GK has to start, man. He looks way too good to be coming off the bench right now. Especially considering how poor we've been at creating attacks. Um, and I think Kelechi Anacho will probably continue to start, especially because he was slightly better than he will be in terms of performance um, against Liberia. And of course, probably our star player, Victor Osime, he would always start every game. So uh, I expect him to continue starting in this game tomorrow. So it's a big, big game. Uh, let's see what tactics the manager employs. Let's see who plays a right back. Let's see if he switches to a back three or sticks with the back four. Um, does he give Zanussi a, a goal at left back? Do we see Franco Yeka come into the team? Let's see what he does to refresh the lineup, you know, in terms of attacking. Do we see Gallo get any minutes? Gallo was not in the squad for the last game because apparently he arrived late on Thursday. Uh, but anyway, that's the preview for our game against Cape Verde. I think it's going to be a very, very tough game. But by grace of God, Nigeria will not let us down and they will do what needs to be done. What are my predictions for the game? To be honest, I think it's going to be a very close tie and I hope it's a 2-1 Nigeria win. Um, I could, I think we have to score the first goal because if we don't score the first goal, it could be squeaky bomb time. And you know what Nigeria could be like when the players are a bit fidgety or worried about their performances uh, in these kind of games. So hopefully it will be a 2-1 Nigeria win with Victor Sime scoring a goal. And I'd like to see Chidara Jiki get his first goal for Nigeria as well. Uh, so we wish the national team all the best. The game is at 5 p.m. Nigeria time, so 4 p.m. in the U.K., and also just work out the time difference wherever you are in the world. Um, please continue to follow us on our social media channels on Twitter at NFWPOD, on Instagram at Nigeria Football Weekly, on Facebook.com slash Nigeria Football Weekly. And you could also catch us on YouTube on the Nigeria Football Weekly. Thanks for listening, guys. And I'll be here to review the game against Cape Verde later this week, as well as preview all the games happening in club football 
as that resumes over this coming weekend. Peace out and take care. Bye.